Welcome to The Daily Word. I'm really glad that you've joined me, and thank you for doing that. And for our Daily Word today, we're going to go into John chapter 7 here, and uh, we're going to focus in on verses 37 to 39. And uh, this, when it, it references here, Jesus uh, is, is speaking on the last day, the climax of the festival. What we're talking about here is the festival of booths or of shelters. And this is the, the festival that commemorated the, the care of the Lord and the provision and watch care of the Lord over the people of Israel while they uh, were in the wilderness, which is essentially the desert, how God provided food miraculously for them, uh, manna from heaven, how the Lord provided uh, water for them, and, and also just how the Lord provided spiritually for them. We read later in uh, 1 Corinthians that uh, Christ actually was the, the spiritual rock from which they, uh, they drank. And uh, so lots of cool stuff in the background here. So with that in mind, listen now uh, to the words of Jesus. On the last day, the climax of the festival, Jesus stood and shouted to the crowds, Anyone who is thirsty may come to me. Amazing, right? Anyone who is thirsty may come to me. Anyone who believes in me may come and drink. For the scriptures declare rivers of living water will flow from his heart. When he said, this is a parenthetical statement now, of course, when he said living water, he was speaking of the spirit who would be given to everyone believing in him. And of course, John later we come to fully understand this following the gift of the Holy Spirit at Pentecost. And, and so just uh, want to walk through this in, in four quick sections here. And so first of all, let's think about the fact that Jesus says, anyone who is thirsty. There is a, a thirst, a hunger within the human soul, and it is, it is a thirst that actually nothing in this world can satisfy. Uh, C.S. Lewis talked about this, that the fact that we have a spiritual thirst within us is a strong indication uh, of the fact that there is a God, right? Because all of the other human desires that we have, the, the uh, thirst for water, hunger for food, and so forth, that there, there is a satisfaction for that. The fact that we have this hunger for God, it, it's a strong indication that there is a real thing, that is a real person that we are thirsty for. Now, when he says anyone who is thirsty, it doesn't mean that some people are thirsty for God and some aren't. Essentially, what it means is that, that everyone is thirsty for God, but there are some who actually realize it, who recognize it. There are others, of course, and we, I think most of us have done this. We've tried to fill that longing for God with other pursuits. And, and there is a denial of that, of that thirst. And of course, anything that we try to fill that ultimate thirst in our souls with, other than God, really just makes us more and more in need, more desperate. And, and so that's the first truth that we, I think we recognize here is Jesus says anyone who is thirsty, that there is this, 
this thirst. Uh, God is not like an extracurricular to, to life. God is essential to human life. So secondly, we see that he says, come to me. What an amazing invitation. What, a, what, a, what a, an amazing way to declare the gospel of Jesus Christ for him to simply say, come to me. It, it, such an open invitation. It, it doesn't matter what you have done. It doesn't matter who you are. This is an open invitation. Anyone, he says, anyone who is thirsty, come to me. In the brokenness of this world, what we understand is, is that there truly is, there is no other way to fulfill this longing. The, the thing about this festival of booths or shelters that this really brings out is the, the desperate nature of the thirst of the Israelites. Because when we read wilderness, I think a lot of times, at least this is where my mind goes, when we, we read wilderness, we think woods and you know mountains and streams, that, that's like wilderness. It's, it's out in the woods. But uh, really what the scriptures are indicating when we read wilderness is the desert. And, and so we get this vivid picture then that this broken world is a desert in regards to this spiritual water, this longing for God that we have. And, and then he says, living water may come to me. And he says, the scriptures declare rivers of living water will flow from his heart. It makes me think of uh, this place in Israel called En Gedi. It's a beautiful place. It's actually a, a national park uh, there in Israel that you can visit. And um, most of the times we've been to the Holy Land, we've, we've actually been able to go. And this, this trail, you, you walk uh, along this pathway and you end up at this waterfall. Now, what's really interesting about this is that it's, it's uh, in the southern part of, of Israel. It's um, very near to the Dead Sea, a very arid place. And yet there is this waterfall and, and it is this constant source of water. David as he's running from Saul, when Saul loses his marbles and he's coming after David, he actually holds up in En Gedi. Uh, he had water there, he had food there, there were caves there that he could hide. And, uh, and so it's, it's an amazing thing to be there, but I, I get this image in mind that in the middle of this desert, here is this waterfall, this living, this running water that is who the Holy Spirit is for us. And then finally, I, I'd like to point out here, from his heart, from his heart, the, the reality is, and what, a, what an amazing gift, is that those who believe in Jesus are promised in the Scriptures the gift of the Holy Spirit. That is the third person of the Trinity of God Almighty, the Spirit of the living God, to come and, and take up residence in us. Our bodies become temples of the Holy Spirit, God actually dwelling within us. Uh, and that, and that, that fact issues forth in what is truly life because the presence of God is life itself to us, is 
is eternal life. Uh, the scriptures tell us uh, in, in, in the Gospel of John that uh, Jesus says that eternal life is, is to know God. It is to know the Father. It is to know the Son dwelling in our hearts by the power of the Holy Spirit. This is what is actually life. And the thing that I'd like to leave, uh, leave you with uh, today is the, the fact that in Judges we're reading, and this really got my attention, we're reading about Samson, and, and the phrase that really caught my attention is early in his life how the Scripture says the Spirit began to stir, began to stir in him. And, and uh, it made me so grateful for the gift of the Holy Spirit to us all, not just to a select few, but it also made me think, my goodness, um, let's always make sure that we are not stifling the Holy Spirit, that we're not trying to put out the, the fire within, the, the, the movement of the Spirit stirring inside of us because uh, it is life itself. I, I think about, especially in the Scriptures, as we're spending time in the Word, how God stirs, He corrects, He transforms, He rebukes, He leads, He comforts, He assures. And, and to actually cultivate that gift, to open our hearts to Him, to get into His Word, to come before Him in prayer, to come before Him in worship, and to know the stirring of the Spirit. I think how boring life would be if, if we just had hard hearts toward God, if we never heard from God, if we had no interaction with God, how, how lonely that would be and how boring that would be and how the longing of our souls would remain. And, and not only did it make me just have this sense that we, we have to be grateful for that gift and worship God for that gift and cultivate that gift, make our hearts more and more of a habitation for the Lord, but also how urgent is the mission of evangelizing the nations, the people uh, that God puts in our lives that, that need to know the Lord, that, that may not even understand yet how desperate they are for God. They, they would identify that need some other way. But we know, we know that their desperate need is for God Himself. And so let us lay bare our hearts before the Lord. Let us make our hearts surrendered before the Lord, that our hearts may be a habitation for the Lord, a holy temple where the Spirit of the living God uh, reigns and lives and leads and heals and assures and comforts. May it be so in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And until we get a chance to speak again, may God bless you and keep you.